0: It's Jesus in the everyday, me and you, the good news this Jesus is the good, good news day station, day WCNO, Palm City, this is Kenneth Hagan of Faith Seminar of the Air, I learned something from P.C. Nelson that I've never forgotten. He said the time will come when you'll need faith, either for yourself or for some member of your family, and if you haven't kept your faith strong, you'll be at a disadvantage. That's why I encourage you to listen to Faith Seminar of the Air every Monday through Friday on this station, and it will help keep your faith strong. Faith Seminar of the Air, heard at 7.15 a.m. daily on WCNO. Depression, anxiety, panic attacks, guilt, self-esteem, and stress. Problems that affect individuals and families every day. Dr. Frederick L. Stevens is a licensed psychologist who has extensive counseling experience. Providing counseling from a Christian perspective, he specializes in helping people overcome these problems and build their self-esteem, reduce guilt, and improve marital relationships. Dr. Frederick L. Stevens, located in Port St. Lucie, is available at 772-398-4377. He's also the God of third chances and fourth chances and fifth chances. How many of you are glad for the fifth chance? (laughs) Because I know some of y'all had more than two chances, if we're being honest this morning. Amen. I'm glad that God is the God of many chances and that His grace is sufficient. Amen. I just want to recap a little bit because I want to continue along the same lines this morning. Today's message is not only about the God of the do-over, but we're going to be talking about the God of the makeover. Somebody say makeover. Makeover. I mean, God can make over your life into something you never thought it could be. Come on, isn't that good news? Touch somebody and say, He's the God of the makeover. We're going to have to do this enthusiastically. Touch somebody and say, He is the God of the makeover. I told you last week, we really want a do-over when we fail at something, or when we sin, thank you, Brother Paul, when we sin really big, or sometimes we want to do over when we don't give it our best effort. Or we just feel like we've underachieved on a few things. We go to God and we ask Him for the do-over, and we say, "God, we need another term. We need—I I want to try this again. I need another shot at it." And how you know God's grace is sufficient? He'll give you a do-over if you ask for one. That's a lot about. That's a lot like the Spirit of God was speaking this morning when He was talking about releasing people and forgiving people. I mean, that's the first step to a do-over. Come on, Amen. If you were here last week, we talked about realigning ourselves with God and getting into alignment with the purposes for our lives that he's called us to and lining up with what he has for us and really letting his word become active in our lives so that we can be conformed to that word. Amen. I mean, we got to be not just transformed by the word, but we got to conform to it. There's a place of obedience that we have to walk in. Obedience is our part. And one amen on a beam. We don't like that word, do we? No, we like receiving abundance. But obedience is our part. I mean, it takes obedience to walk according to the will of God. Amen? Amen. And God, listen, God is not sitting by waiting on the work to be done. He's not just sitting by. God is not not just hanging out going, well, I wish they would just get it together. I wish they could just pull themselves together. I wish they would just line up. I wish they would just hurry up and pull. I'm tired. I'm just, come on, Jesus, what's going on down there? You ever feel like God talks about you that way? (laughs) God's not just sitting by idly doing that stuff, amen? He's not just up there going, I wish they'd hurry up and get obedient. But, but God is working through the Holy Spirit actively in our lives to make us over in the image of Jesus Christ. God really wants to do a makeover in you. Sometimes we need to do over, but in the process, God is made, having a makeover done in your life so that eventually you become looking like Jesus and you don't look like you anymore. When people see you, they don't see you, they see Jesus. And that's the good news of the gospel, Amen. So we're going to pick up back in Jeremiah 29, where we were at last week, beginning in verse 4. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn over there this morning. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all who were carried away captive, whom I have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem to Babylon, build houses and dwell in them, plant gardens and eat the fruit, take wives and beget sons and daughters, and take wives for your sons and give your daughters to husbands, so that they may bear sons and daughters, that you may be increased there and not diminished. That's a whole other sermon about being fruitful in the land of your affliction. We'll, we'll do that another day. And verse 7 says, And seek the peace of the city, while I have caused you to be carried away captive, and pray to the Lord for it. For its peace you will have peace. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Do not let your prophets and your diviners who are in the midst deceive you, nor listen to your dreams which you have caused to be dreamed. For they prophesy falsely to you in my name. I have not sent them, says the Lord. I mean, you've got to be careful what you hear. And who you let speak into your life. Verse 10 says, For thus says the Lord, after 70 years are completed at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word towards you, and cause you to return to this place. For I know the thoughts, another translation says the plans that I think towards you, says the Lord, the thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me, and go and pray to me, and I will listen. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart. I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, says the Lord, and I will bring you to the place from which I cause you to be carried away captive. We talked a little bit about this last week when we were in the book of Lamentations, how Jeremiah was weeping and lamenting over the fact that the children of Israel had been carried away into bondage and to slavery. This is the Word of the Lord to the same children of Israel that had been carried away in bondage. That He's going to bring them back. And there's a Word over their life. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank You for Your Word this morning. I thank You for truth. I thank You, God, that it's imparted to us this morning. I thank You, God, that it changes us from the inside out. God, that we're not the same when we leave this place as we were when we got here. God, that we're changed. God, that there's an improvement made in us, God, a desire for You like we've never had before. I thank You for the Holy Ghost who does that work this morning. And I thank You for the anointing God that He imparts it to us. Father, I thank You that the words I speak are not my words, but they're Your words. They're words of the Holy Spirit this morning. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. How many of you know in the middle of all kinds of confusion going on in your life, God's got a plan? He's not unaware. I know there's a lot going on in the world right now. And we've just, you know, sometimes I ask myself, how in the world do we let people that are prime ministers and presidents over nations that sponsor terror come into our country, get up into our buildings, our government buildings, stand up, and begin to talk about how evil the United States of America is and how evil our nation is, and we give them a free pass on it. And, I, you know, I watch this stuff with the United Nations when it comes around every year, and it just blows my mind sometimes. And I think about things like that. And I think, man, what? You know, are, 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 we, are we... And I don't mean this in a negative way, but are we stupid? You know, do we just do dumb things? I mean, it's one thing to have grace and mercy for people, but it's another one to let the enemy come in your house and say, this is my beautiful bedroom, that's my wife's jewelry box. Don't she have beautiful jewelry? Okay, I'm going to leave you here for an hour, and then I'll come back and see how you're doing. You don't do that with a thief, do you? Come on now. We're, we are really living in a state of confusion and chaos, and uh, it, all around us it feels like the nation is even divided. You know, uh, How many know this morning God's not a Republican? Come on, He's not a Democrat, He's not a Republican. I know that might mess up some of your theology this morning, but God's God. His kingdom is bigger than the United States of America. It's bigger than this global economy. It's bigger than anything you want to deal with or anything you want to talk about. His kingdom is the kingdom. Matter of fact, all the kingdoms of the world make up a little part of His kingdom. It's called His footstool. God's a big God. But it just seems like, especially in our culture, in our nation, that things are so divided. Every time that we get into an election cycle, it's like people choose a side. You're either red or you're blue. And, there's, and people get divided. How I many of know the church ought to be a place where there ain't no red and blue? The church ought to be a place where there's, where there's white, where there's yellow, where there's black, where there's brown, where there's red, where there's blue, where there's... I don't care what color you are. That's what the church ought to be. We ought to represent the kingdom of God. But it just seems like to me, lately for the last decade or so, there's been a real state of confusion surrounding especially our nation, which is really problematic for a lot of people living today. The economy is pretty much tanked. A lot of people out there suffering. Isn't that right? A lot of people don't have work. A lot of people don't have no place to, to, to lay their head down. People are struggling. Uh, they said three-generational living is coming back in style. That means grandpa, mom, and dad, and the kids all live together. Mm-hmm. But we're seeing things like that begin to take place again. But can I just declare to you in the middle of all that, God is not clueless. He knows what's going on. God's not sitting idly by... He has a plan. And guess what? The plan ain't on hold. It's not in a holding pattern. It's not circling the United States of America. It's not hanging out over the roof of your house and you're sitting around going, where's the blessing? The plan is in motion. God is working behind the scenes. The Holy Ghost is moving. He is convicting. He is changing. He is pouring out. He is anointing. He is healing. He is calling people into the kingdom that have never come before. God is at work today in our lives. He's at work in our nation. I believe that with all my heart. This is a very interesting passage because not only does it say, you carried away, but I caused you to be carried away. I caused you to be carried away. Go ahead and write this down if you're taking notes this morning. The first thing that I want to get across to you when it comes to your makeover is God says, I know where you are. I know where you are. Touch somebody and say, I know where you are. So of course you do. I'm sitting right beside you. (laughs) Listen to me, folks. It doesn't matter how far you've been carried away or how far you've run away from the call of God on your life or how far you've been into a mess or how deep of a hole you've dug for yourself or the circumstances of your life. God says, I know where you are. I know exactly where you are. And here He's speaking to a group of people that really believe that God has forgotten them. Here's a group of people that believe they are the children of the promise, they're the children of the Abrahamic covenant, they're the children under the law of Moses, they believe they have this covenant with God, and now all of a sudden, God doesn't have their back no more. They feel like they've been forgotten. And God is saying, I not only know where you are, I put you there. Now I know some of us will have a hard time with that, because that doesn't just sound like the God of grace and mercy that we've been described to in a lot of secret friendly churches. They really just can't believe that God would really allow something bad to happen to you. Are you trying to tell me, Pastor, that that God let them get into a dangerous situation and, and let them go into bondage and let them go become slaves and even when He had a covenant with them? Are you just trying to tell me that's what God did? Yes, I am. That's exactly what He did. Here's what God said. He was saying to them, I let you go there because of the sin that's in your life. It's the sin in your life. In other words, your disobedience has separated me and you, and we ain't in fellowship anymore. And as a result of your disobedience, as a result of the sin in your life, I have allowed you to be taken captive by your enemies. Come on, somebody. Into the place where you're at now. And I know where you're at. I'll let you go there. I mean, sometimes when you got teenagers growing up, and they out there living in the world, going wild, going nuts, going crazy, sometimes jail is good for them. I mean, of some parents, it's good not to bail your kids out. How many you know a lot of us in our, li- in our lifetime have really just kind of forgot the law of cause and effect? Every time you do something just because, there's going to be an effect to it. In biblical terms, we call that sowing and reaping. If you plant a kernel of corn in the ground, it's going to come up. Thank you for joining us today for The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Bomberger. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road,